Hey there, Locked On Wolfpack fans. As you can see, Grayson, this team is in a dark place, and Grayson is literally in a dark place right now. Uh, we we have so much to discuss in terms of this 24-21 nail-biter over a team that it may objectively be the worst in all of Power 5 this year. Um, we're We're going to get some... We're going to get some thoughts in here. We're going to get some reactions in here. And I promise you, we will get around to a lot of your comments. We will get around to as many of them as we can. Um, and so Grayson's tweeting out the link so that we have full coverage to as many folks as possible. Um, but we got some things to talk about. You know, this this feels like in, uh, I want to say, what was it? Infinity War, when, when uh, Bruce Banner kept trying to get the Hulk to come out. And, and he just wouldn't do it. And he's like, big guy, we got some things to figure out. That is how Grayson and I are looking at this team right now. Because there's there's a lot that needs to be figured out. There's a lot that's confusing. There's a lot that I, I it's it's tough. And I'm gonna start off by saying this. I'm gonna start off by saying this. Fred Stewart was right. Fred told us not only uh that. Brendan Armstrong wasn't it, but he also said that we had a little bit too much dip on our chip with our amount of confidence um, coming into this game and coming in believing that we were going to dominate and, and that this was not going to be a close game. Um, but I'll say this. I'll say this. And, and then I'll hand the mic over to Grayson for a minute here. We are not a very good team. We are not a good team. To me, at the present moment, we are slightly below average to average. That's just what I see us as. That's just what I see us as right now because it's hard for me. I'd be lying. I'd be lying to you. And I've always said, when I get on this show, I'll never tell you about a source I don't have. I'll never tell you about information I don't have. I'll never tell you I feel a way about a team or a coach that I don't. And with that being said, I am not in a, a point of saying, hey, we're a good team out of this. And also, let me pull up Dennis's comment. Let's let's also acknowledge every win is like a baby, right? It doesn't matter. It's, it's your baby. It doesn't have to be the prettiest thing in the world, but it's still your baby. There's the reason that the, the phrase is a face only a mother could love. Because no matter how ugly the baby is, guess what mama going to say? That's my bouncer baby boy. That's my beautiful baby girl. So I do agree with Dennis. That while there is reason to be upset, while there is reason to to have lots of, of not so happy feelings and thoughts right now, there is also very much so a sentiment of we did escape with a W in this game. But I'm going to toss it over to you now, Grayson. couple things here. One, I am outside. I was so upset at what I just saw, I had to get fresh air. I, I could not physically stay in my apartment. I had to go outside. The second part of that statement, also my Wi-Fi is down. So I was unable to be on my laptop anyway. But regardless, I was going to try and take my laptop outside. I needed to breathe fresh air. I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. I am upset. I understand we won the game. And I'm going to start, I'm going to start with this because I, I think I'll get the good out of the way before we go into anything else. We won the game. Yeah. NC sure. State for sure. is three and one. We went on the road. 
it was an ACC opponent, and we won the game. Mm-hmm. Now, I say that to say, we should feel embarrassed. We yeah. should feel embarrassed. The effort we saw on offense, on defense, and maybe even special teams at the end there, if Virginia didn't help us out with a penalty, I think we should feel embarrassed. Right. Virginia, right. we said this all week, Virginia is not a good football team. They are objectively one of the worst football teams in the country. We made them look like they could possibly compete for something of of matter in the ACC this year. That cannot happen. That cannot happen. Listen, I was the guy. Look, hand up. My hand is up. Before the season started, I said Brennan Armstrong would be a top three quarterback in the ACC this season. I was wrong. Now, listen, we've only played four games. We don't know what will happen the rest of the year. From what I have seen, I have no confidence that he will be able to turn this around and able to reach such a level. What I saw from Brennan tonight, I, I you know, we spent a lot of time this offseason talking about, are we going to get 2021 Armstrong? Are we going to get 2022 Armstrong? I don't really know what Armstrong we currently have right now. Yeah. The reads yeah. are bad. Yes. The decisions yes. leaving a lot to be desired there. Absolutely. Absolutely. We look lost. We look completely lost on offense. Now listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the tin hat off for just a moment here. It's a new offense, it's a new coordinator. Now listen, they were at the same stop before, you know, a couple years ago. Fine. A couple guys on our team need to learn that offense. Fine. Everything I've heard over the summer is not reflecting in what I'm currently watching now. And that yeah. is concerning moving forward. Very concerning. Listen, I, I was texting a, a group of my friends during this game here. The effort we put out tonight, if this was not against Virginia, I think we may lose to every other team in the ACC with the game that we played tonight. You, you yeah. roll that out against Louisville next weekend, that's not going to cut it. It simply yeah. will not cut it. Yeah. So I'll, yeah. I'll throw this back to you, Ken. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox here for a couple minutes. And so I've been scrolling through all the comments. I want every comment to to get up here, and I want every every comment to be seen here. I want everybody to understand that. I want everybody to have their shot and everybody to be heard here. I am very much so in the camp of I don't think that we have the time to wait around and play around with this Brennan Armstrong um experiment any longer i i don't i don't it's it's extremely hard to defend i will concede you there i am a firm believer i've always said this on the show and i stand by this if we're gonna lose do it with a new regime if you're gonna lose do it with young guys who will learn and get better from the losses i'm not i'm not dealing with a six-year guy not being able to understand oh no they're not actually bringing the blitz they're dropping so my first hot read may not be there. There were multiple plays where if if Virginia has better defenders, if their defenders had been on the judge machines, it's there's there's very simply no way that some of those plays don't end up as pick sixes. The uh, great value Peyton Wilson that they had, number seven over there. We talked about him earlier in the week. I believe the last name is Jackson. There were multiple plays where he undercut those quick outs because he knew Brennan's not going to read this thing the right way. You're a sixth-year guy. 
again, I can live with the six-year guy not having the physical capabilities. I can live with him not being able to make a long, quick out throw from one hash mark all the way to the long side of the field. I'm fine with that. I'm not fine with you making terrible reads. I'm not fine with that. I'm, I'm, that is the part that is blowing me. And with that being said, I, we're talking a lot about the offense here. The defense, there was a lot of up and down in this game. And I don't know what it was about crunch time that made our defense, you know, in the words of Jared Allen, the lights were brighter than expected, apparently. Yeah. Because the way that, that the defense, we had always hung our hat on, hey, we need to get our offense together because the defense is, is where it's at. We're going to do the thing defensively, and we're going to work it out on offense at some point in time. We can't be up and down defensively. I love the fact that our DBs came alive in the second half, making spectacular plays, by the way. They, the, the DBs didn't play well. They played spectacularly for most of the, the second half, especially the fourth quarter, up until that last drive. Up until that last drive where all of a sudden we, we start pissing down our leg a little bit there. And so with that in mind, I'm, I'm asking myself, what are we doing? What's happening here? And this is why I cannot say that we're an average team, that we're a good team, that we're any of those things right now, I'd be lying. I'd be lying if I said that. Again, and, and some people are not going to understand this because, you know, they're very much so in the mindset of a win is a win. You cannot compete with the worst team in the conference by a mile. You cannot give up a two-point conversion from the 19-yard line. Why was anybody closer if you weren't rushing the passer, why was anybody on the defense closer than the five-yard line? There's only one place that they can get the ball. Anywhere else on the field other than beyond the goal line, guess what? We win. It's over right there. We don't need the extra uh, penalty. We don't need the, the Narvison first kick that was blocked because of the penalty. We don't need the redo on that kick that then gets us into a win. We don't need it. Right. If you very simply say, hey, we don't want anybody up further than the five. And guess what? If they are running something to where they get past the line of scrimmage and they say, oh, well, we're going to run a screen and, and we'll have five offensive linemen coming downhill. Great. Have your five offensive linemen coming downhill because they have to get from the 17 up through the five. Your back or whoever has the ball has to find a hole. And by the way, our defensive linemen are still giving chase and everybody's in the end zone. They see, oh, they're past the line of scrimmage. Let's all convert on the ball now. The fact that there was any semblance of anybody who was in between rushing the passer and in front of the goal line is idiocy to me. Again, the furthest up anybody should have been, four or five-yard line, max. And, and to see that we couldn't even get prevent defense right, when they say prevent defense prevents you from winning, that means you're not supposed to run it for a whole drive. That doesn't mean on a – basically what amounted to a fourth and 18 – you, you can't run it. That's the time. That's what it's for. And we couldn't even get that right. So right now, I'm I'm convinced we're not a good team. We're not a good team. And, um, you know, we'll dig into the, the stats here in just a moment. But, again, I'm, I'm struggling. 
I'm trying to find something that's redeeming about this team right now. Um, and I will say this. I think that the special teams did carry us. I think the special teams is the one thing this team can hang their hat on. Our punter was booming that thing all night long. He kept us Shout in the game. Shout out to Nooncaster. Shout out to Nooncaster. Nooncaster played amazingly. Julian Gray on the return to set up the game-winning field goal, amazing. They avoided, if you realize this, they avoided, tried to avoid Julian Gray all night. That's why we saw a, a situation to where we were able to um, get in better field position off certain kickoffs. So with that in mind, with that in mind, I'm not looking at this anymore, saying that this Brendan Armstrong experiment needs any more time. Everybody in these comments, so many people are saying, hey, MJ Morris has to play. And I'm I'm starting to agree with it a little bit. I'm starting to agree. You can't play the game of, well, you know, we've got to hold him out. Well, you know, we, we've got – I, I don't think you can do it anymore. I just don't think that we're at that point anymore um, where you can play that game. And uh, if you play that game in 2023, you'll lose out on very talented recruits who were supposed to be coming, who were committed – because guess what? Nobody's going to stick around for me. Nobody's going to stick around for, for horribleness. And so, you know, that's what that is. Folks, stick with us. We got to pay some bills real quick. But we'll get right back to covering this game. These days, every single new potential hire feels like a high-stake wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right team, right people, faster trust me i'm a recruiter full-time that's what i do when i'm not doing this and trust me i've used it and hired folks it is a great tool all you have to do is create a free job posting with linkedin jobs then add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your linkedin profile to spread the word that you're hiring and simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview go to linkedin jobs Right now, they'll help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Now, Grayson, let me ask you this. A lot of people are saying, burn the red shirt time for MJ. That's what a lot of people are saying. Are you in the camp of burn the red shirt now? Or are you still like, hey, there's a bigger plan here. Trust the process. Let's see how this thing works out. This is a bit of a loaded question. Um, being that I am extremely emotional about this game right now, it's it's a fitting time to ask me this. Uh, as yeah. I, I, I guess up until this point, I have been a supporter of Armstrong. Through four games, he's become nearly indefensible. And it's yeah. it's tough to just lay it out like that. But, I, you know, facts are facts. Like we said just – uh, you know, on today's show here, on Friday's show, we're going to call a spade a spade here. That's what we do. Yeah. We'll never, yeah. we'll never, you know, stray away from that. He has not been as advertised. It almost feels like UVA sold us a lemon, so to speak. But mm -hmm. I, I have expected a lot more from Armstrong. And so because of that, because we have not gotten it here through four games, I think the conversation at the very least is now completely warranted. It yeah, is completely yeah. warranted. Now, listen, I, I still hold on to the idea that I think the MJ Morris, uh, I guess, I don't want to call it propaganda, 
the MJ Morris uh, agenda here, I think it's still a little bit premature. We only saw him play in what one and a half complete games last year. Mm-hmm. Now, albeit he looked good in those games, if you exclude the Boston College loss, I still think there's still a lot of variable there in MJ. Now, on the flip side of this here, you have to think that he would provide some sort of spark that we are simply just not getting from Brennan Armstrong. You have to think that a bit of a different look in this offense could change things. You know, even if it's just a slight bit, able to continue drives a bit more effectively. I think it's worth a conversation at the absolute least. Now circling back here, maybe even, I don't want to change the subject here because I think that is a potent uh, conversation. I want to call into attention some of the comments I've seen here flashing across. So many of you have been tuning in with us. So thank you so much uh, for joining us here. The first one here, um, I believe it was the last name was Mortensen. He said, Mm -hmm. the only reason that UVA was in the game was because of number four on on Virginia. I think that's interesting, right? This week we mentioned this game had the potential to look a bit. Okay, there it is on the screen. This game had a bit of potential to look like the Boston College loss last year. Now, if you remember correctly, (laughs) if you remember correctly, I think Ken knows where I'm going with this. Yeah, I know exactly where you're going with this. There was a receiver on Boston College that also yeah. wore the number four, number four. by the name of Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Did we not warn you that this was a possibility tonight? Now listen, yeah. we yeah. gave we gave our predictions. We did not see this game going like this. Absolutely but we told not. you, we told you if we played with our food tonight, it could turn out a lot like that. And here we yeah. are needing a gift from Virginia to walk out of this game by a, a three-point field goal there. Uh, and even then, I mean, a couple penalties from Virginia there as that fourth quarter waned down there. Gifts. Yeah. Absolute yeah, absolutely. gifts. NC State absolutely. should feel lucky to leave this game with a win here. And at this point, because I'm ranting, I forgot the other comment that I wanted to address. But listen, something else. I think you cannot only harp on the bad without touching on some of the good. Yeah, Kevin Concepcion. KC is a, a baller. Dog. He's a dude. He's a dude. A he D- can get it done. O- a D A W G dog. Yeah. And I yeah. am over the moon excited for his future here in Raleigh. But listen, we have got to be able to get the ball in his hands. Yeah, but I, I want to take it a bit further. I want to take it a bit further because I've heard, I've seen multiple, uh, multiple, you know, folks saying, "Hey." Let's talk about the freshmen, thanks to the freshmen and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Let's talk about the freshmen. Where was Juice Marine tonight? I have asked and, and begged and pleaded all year for our tight ends to be more prominently featured. What's going on? What's going on? And here's the thing. And and I know here's we're going to wrap this up in about five minutes or so because I know Grayson has to jump. He, he uh, has, has to – you know, has things he has to uh, get handled, we'll, but we'll the call reality it technical difficulties. My phone battery yeah, running dead. Yeah, technical technical difficulties and whatnot. But the reality is very simple here. We're looking at this thing, and we're saying to ourselves, "All right, KC is a dog. He had a a hellified game. Six receptions, 116 yards, two tutties. 
Absolutely. That'll work. That'll get it done, brother, every time and twice on Saturdays. But where's everybody else? Do you know how many total yards we have receiving in this game? Well, if KC had 116, I'm going to say it was probably around like 160-ish. 180. Okay, outside, outside of, of KC, we caught for a total of 64 yards. What is going on? What are we doing? I, and and the thing is, everybody keeps saying, "Hey, it's not just uh, it's not just Brendan Armstrong. The offensive line didn't great." I'm sorry to tell you, did we not? What was the one thing I said this team was good at all week, Grayson? What was the one thing that I said defensively? You cannot do this, or they will they will get after you. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, was it I third said down? get in the third and long. Yep, get in the yeah. third and long and let their speed package get on the field. That's right. We yeah. were averaging five yards per carry in the first half. And then all of right. a sudden in the second half, we get tentative and we want to run the ball uh, horizontally instead of vertically. No, their linebackers look good in coverage. Okay, so what do you do with linebackers that are good in coverage? Well, I'm going to see how you can – you're good at backpedaling. Well, I'm going to see how good you are coming forward. I'm going to see how you can act when I got a 320-pounder sitting in your lap saying, hey, brother, let's have a talk. Let's see how well you get off that block. And and we just didn't get that done. And so I'm very much so wondering. I'm very much so wondering, um, you know, some of the guys that went missing tonight, we've talked about the tight end room in Najim. We've talked about getting Chris Tootle involved. We've talked about Juice Vereen and what a dude he is. We've talked about it multiple times. We saw against VMI the intentionality in getting Trent Penix the ball. It just wasn't there tonight. So, you know, there's there's a lot to be said about this game. Like like you said, a win is a win, and we'll take the win. Um, we're about to shut this thing down, but there are many conversations to be had coming out of this. We're glad that there was a 24-21 win because two, and, and I hate to say this when you're playing a team this bad. I hate to say it, but it has to be said. To Doran's credit, this is a game that we would lose some points in time during his team. Yeah. And and honestly, I'm not even sure if that's really a credit to Doran because I'm not sure if I can give you credit for doing what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? It's, it's the old right. saying of do you give a fish credit for swimming? Well, you know, at times, this fish ain't necessarily swam like it was supposed to. So, you know, we got to pay some bills, but right after that, we're going to close this thing out. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Trust me, I know if you bet on NC State covering that seven and a half that that line dropped through tonight, I know you were a little disappointed. But guess what? If you were rocking with FanDuel, you would have got you some bonus bets back. Look at that. So the app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options from spreads to player props to over-unders and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Folks, we're we're about to land this thing, but I want to make one thing clear. Yes, we won this game, but I think that fans are right to be concerned. I think the fans are absolutely right to be concerned. I'm anybody saying, hey, I don't get it. I don't understand why you guys are upset right now. 
This UVA team is objectively one of the worst and not just the ACC and all of the power five, all of the power five by nearly every metric. And we made them look like, hey, this is a good team that can compete with us. And I'll say this, at some point in time, we got to be honest with ourselves about who NC State is. Because after the Notre Dame game, well, it was closer than the score really indicates. After the UConn game, well, they're, they're kind of getting acclimated. There was a couple of plays there that if it just goes another way. There were plenty of times during this game where it was like, okay, we're finally about to put the icing on it. At some point in time, we've got to live in the reality of this is who we are. This is who we are. And I'm sorry to tell the fans that don't want to hear this, but there's no way with the problems that I've seen that I can in good conscience and in good faith pick this team against Louisville. Unless Louisville goes out and what's the bed in the way that I have not seen. I got eight nephews and nieces. I babysat all of them except three. Unless we get a bed wedding session that would put all of them to shame, there is no way under God's green earth that I can, in good faith, tell you I believe that this team is going to beat Louisville. I, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. Grayson, any final thoughts from you? We certainly have a lot to discuss on Monday. So, folks, I apologize for my technical difficulties this evening. I had to get outside regardless of Wi-Fi and or my feelings. There's a lot to chew on for the next couple, I guess, what, 24 to 48 hours. This game was a Friday yeah. night game. A yeah. lot to chew on. We're going to have an interesting episode on Monday. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Be sure to check us out on Monday as well. Our, I guess, more processed thoughts, as these are more of our emotional thoughts directly after the game. But listen, a lot of teams after four weeks will not be three and one. Your team yeah. is. That is the silver yeah. lining here. But listen, what we saw tonight will not be good enough moving forward. It simply Absolutely. will not be good enough. That Absolutely. effort. That effort will do poorly in ACC play, regardless of who we play from here on out. Kenton, you mentioned UVA is one of the worst teams in the country. Folks, UVA might win one to two games this season. They might go we, winless. That's we, we made them look like they could compete for a bowl. Yeah. yeah. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. So that, that'll do it for me here. We will see you all on Monday. Be sure to check us out. Locked on Wolfpack, LO underscore Wolfpack on Twitter. As always, you're here on our YouTube. Comment, like, subscribe. We will see you all on Monday. And before we get out of here, I got to point out Dennis's comment. Black out the Carter this Friday. We want to see that, or I'm sorry, next Friday. I understand. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at anybody that's saying, hey, I'm down on this team right now, not feeling great about this team. The reality is, like Grayson said, still three or one. Do I believe that we're a better team than Louisville right now? No. But let me ask you this. Do you think that those boys stand a better chance of winning with, you know, 50,000 fans in the Carter screaming their heads off going nuts or with folks deciding to let apathy set in and saying, hey, I don't approve of Dave Doran. I don't approve of Brendan Armstrong. Therefore, I, I'm not going to show up to these games. Think about that for a second. Think about that for a second, okay? Pack out the Carter, black out the Carter. We've sold out all of these games back to back to back. And so, um, you know, the reality is very simple. We still need to show up and show out for this team. 
Thank you all so very much for coming out. We're going to keep doing these lives after every single game, getting our live reactions. I'm sorry to anybody whose comments did not make the cut. I've tried to get in every comment to get at least two to three seconds on screen so that everybody knows how folks are feeling and whatnot. Uh, David Jones, thank you for being there for the blackout. All of the everybody who's here today, thank you for showing up. All of y'all who are going to be at the blackout, thank you all for still supporting and, and showing up for this team. We will have a more thought out. We will have a, a more in-depth episode kind of breaking down some of the plays and breaking down some of the things that we saw during the game. But until then, as always, go Pack.